0: My name is Matt Brown. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. All right, let's start the show. Hey, yo. Check it out. Here you come. Well,
1: something ain't right, yo.
0: So watch out, man. Look at that fool. It's packing. Here you come. Yo. Yo, so come on. Yo, Omar's coming, man. Oh, Shit.
1: stands alone.
0: This is the Productive Conversations Podcast, and I am your host, Matt Brown. What's going on to the greatest listeners in the world, the greatest fans in the world, and every single person who is new listening to the show, welcome. I appreciate you being here. I wish I can personally thank you, but for now, I just want to thank you for taking the time to tune in seriously. What's up? It's Thursday, December 17th. There's snow out here in the Northeast. There are... There's a vaccine out there administering to our elderly, our healthcare workers, and well, I'd like to thank all those people in those labs taking time, working intense hours to help create the vaccine, to help us beat this pandemic once and for all. I'd like to thank each and every one of those people who've been working in those labs, countlessly, hard work, pushing through, pushing to the limit, and now we have a vaccine that the FDA says is okay, that the CDC says is okay, and let us start vaccinating people who need it, people who are at risk of COVID-19, let's make sure those men and women and people are getting that vaccine, let us finally end this pandemic and win the battle against the pandemic, Thank you to every single healthcare worker, whether you're on the front line, whether you are working in a hospital. Thank you for every single person who has helped us through this battle, and in general, as we try to get through this tough thing called life. Seriously, you all deserve every single amount of your praise, and we appreciate each and every one of you. And words cannot describe how much we love you. Seriously much love and appreciation but for now let us do our parts by wearing masks social being socially distant doing the right thing and taking responsibility for our actions and soon enough this pandemic will be over we will not be in fear of going outside we could finally hug our friends and family and finally finally work on something new And only in that time, we hope to completely grow and completely change ourselves for the better. But until then, thank you for everyone in the healthcare field. Thank you for our first responders. Thank you for our emergency services. And this pandemic will be done before we know it. My New York Giants had a really tough loss this week. Playing absolutely sloppy. Daniel Jones looking like his old self, which is awful. And well, the Washington football team won again. And now they have the leader in the division. And oh, this stinks. With three games left to go, we cannot mess up anymore. We need to play like we were the previous four weeks. We have quite the few games ahead. Going up against... We play Cleveland this Sunday night on Primetime at NBC. We play Lamar Jackson and the Ravens the week after. And then after the new year, we play the Dallas Cowboys once and for all, hopefully securing a division title. But now in these last three weeks, each game counts. The Eagles won this past week as well. The Cowboys also won, so we cannot take any game for granted. I will take it that this loss against Arizona was just a fluke, and we still have a killer defense with Blake Martinez, Bradbury, Leonard Williams, my new man Lelos, Logan Ryan, all being themselves and confident. We can stop the stupid turnovers and penalties because a lot of our plays were a lot of our the points given up were as a result of dumb turnovers and dumb penalties. And I will just trust that even going even with three really competitive games ahead, the New York Giants will do their part, continue to win, and secure that division. Because we we know we're not winning a wild card. We have to win this division. Washington can lose. Even what they're doing is pretty remarkable with a returning Alex Smith and Ron Rivera fighting cancer and still leading this team to success they have a lot of my respect but I want the Giants to win the division and well please 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 when I can meet you guys next week I hope to be talking about a Giants win and I really hope that we're well on our way to winning the division again for the first time since 2016 it's possible we can do it Goldman still had a good game We can win the division, and that's all I have to say about that. What a time. Also with that, let's talk about my guest, my buddy Johnny, aka online lover, and also one talented individual. The man is an actor. He is a performer. He's a singer. He knows his way around great vibes. The man dresses well, the man is brave, the man has overcome so many obstacles in his life to get to Los Angeles, to overcome his obstacles, and this man has a large amount of my respect. I am a big fan, and he is on the show. I have one of his songs I'm going to perform on the podcast. We're going to get really wholesome, really deep, going to have a lot of laughs along the way, and seriously... My buddy Johnny is going places, whether it's in music, whether it's in movies and TV. And God, I hope it's both because he is great. And you got to listen to Online Lover, a.k.a. Johnny. It's about to get real. It's about to be entertaining. It's about to be a lot of fun. Let me introduce to you the brave, the talented, the wonderful, and the all-around amazing person. It's your turn, Johnny. Online lover, let us start this show. Here we go. Everybody who is listening to this, everybody who's watching this, I have one of the most up-and-coming and the most talent or sorry, I should say one of the most talented and up-and-coming artists in the Spotify world, in all of music platforms. And he's actually one of my favorite corner co-workers, and I really mean that. <laughs> but everybody, we're in for a treat. This is the awesomely talented, this is my buddy Johnny, aka online lover. What's going on, Johnny? How are we doing from Los Angeles today? I'm good. Life's
2: great. Super sunny. Can't relate to the East Coast snow right now. Oh, um, man. Yeah, I'm having a good time, man. What's new? It's been a minute.
0: <laughs> yeah, it has been a minute. So um, for you who don't know, me and John used to work at the Castic Depot uh, just about a year ago. And uh, ever since then, you know, I've just been a uh, do a little freelance things, and then the pandemic hits. So, with uh, discovering new things to figure out about myself, including this podcast, which has been uh, definitely the biggest silver lining. But really, that's just been that looking for a new job, and um you know, I was trying to stay healthy out here. What's up with you? Uh, since we last spoke, <laughs> you go to the other side of the country. You're in L.A. Why don't yeah, you tell me? Uh, why don't you tell me first how you're doing, and then uh, how did you wind up? In the city of angels.
2: Thing. Um. Personally, I'm doing great. Just really trying to stay motivated. You know, work on different projects and stuff, which we'll obviously be talking about here. Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely didn't expect myself to move here this year of all years. Like, it's just been <laughs> a wild. 2020 has literally been like a blur from the beginning. Um. So I'm super thrown off by the fact that I'm in LA right now. But you know, life happens. Things happen. And it just so happened to work out that I moved to LA this year. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: And um, <laughs> glad that amongst us, you didn't get sick. I remember as like March, March, April was around the time where you moved. When did you move exactly? I actually moved here in August. August. Okay, still, but still relatively soon from all the madness that was going on. And then I see you were a real brave one. Assume you went to, were you on a plate and everything to go over there?
2: Yeah, it's like a a non-stop flight from um, New Jersey all the way to Los Angeles. (laughs) No way. I don't recommend flying during a pandemic. I really don't.
0: (laughs) Well, you you made it out here. Huh? How about that? So like COVID. <laughs> where in L.A., are you are you living right now out of all those cool neighborhoods?
1: Um,
2: I lived in Venice my first month in L.A. and now I live in like K-Town, which is like, I guess, more like city like. There's a lot of uh, buses and like trains and stuff near mm-hmm. me. So it's easier to get around. And I don't know if it's just like a me thing, but people from the city, like I'm from the East Coast, cars aren't like essential. In L.A., they very much are. So really, I, I wanted to move somewhere where I had access to uh, public transportation and things like that and didn't have to stress about driving anywhere because I don't have a car. <laughs> for
0: sure. Like I've heard that that's one of the big things. Like if you have a car in L.A., you got a real uh, you got a uh, real treat. But hey, it's not stopping you for what you're doing. So uh, not at all. Not at all. figure it figure that out. So um, as we mentioned, one of the things You are a performer, online lover. You love to make your own music. I see you're great with TikTok um, and all things. So before we get into that stuff, why don't you plug where we could first find all the cool stuff that you're um, doing and then we'll uh, obviously remind the audience at the end.
2: All right. So um, I just released my new single, like my boys uh talking about. Um, it's called Cold to Touch. It just dropped last week um, mm-hmm. on the 30th. So it was really exciting. I'm happy that it's out. And like, this is like a new era for me. Um, I do have other music that's out already, but it was under like a different artist name and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like online lover is something that I can like market a little bit better. So like taking advantage of that college degree and like trying to see what I can do with it. Right, um, right. Yeah, so it's just a new sound, uh, just coming for like a whole new vibe for myself, and I've gotten a lot of like really positive feedback with it. But yeah, my single is on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, iTunes. You can find it on YouTube. Um, I do have a fun little project I'm working on with the single, so you guys will see that soon where I'm doing like a, um, a music video with like a bunch of my friends who just sent me clips of them basically singing and jamming out to my like song and stuff. Um, so it's going to be a little a little music video. Um, so that's really exciting. But, yeah, it's going to be – it's already out on all these platforms. It's gotten playlisted for, like, a few playlists, which, which is really cool. Um, right. I'm definitely in, like, the queer, like, LGBT realm of music. So mm. there's a lot of, like, those playlists that have put my song to, like, be with other artists, which is really, really awesome. Um, so I've got so much positive feedback. Yeah, it's really – exciting because when you make projects like this it's like your child you're like so worried about what everyone's going to think about it and what people going to say and then when it's finally released you're like all right like i avoided like my phone for like the first like day or two of it being released because i didn't want to like just pay too much attention to numbers and things like that
0: yeah, you yeah. wanted it to breathe, I assume. And and again, we yeah, can find that at so. at Online Music Lover on looking up all those platforms, Spotify. Apple yeah. YouTube. Great, great. Yeah. Uh, having said all that, let us hear your new song, Johnny. Again, you can find this on YouTube and all streaming platforms. And I got to say, this is a slap. This is a great song. All right, awesome. So like I said, here it is. Why don't we first show off? Johnny's talented music. This is online lover cold to touch.
1: Can we just bits and we would never even- like everyone else I'll admit that was a little complicated Two broken hearts tried the best to find themselves And after some time you gave up like everyone else To be more honest with yourself You told me you care but You're just like everyone else, everyone else. I have bad luck at picking guys who never like me They hype it up telling me to get out my head And after some time they give up Like everyone else, everyone else. And now I'm feeling cold to touch to touch, I lost half my mind, your kiss, and all of your love. And now I'm feeling cold to touch. Feeling cold to touch, I lost half my mind, your kiss.
0: So we're back. That is "Cold to Touch" by Online Music Lover, aka Johnny. So, could you tell me um, if if it's okay with you if you want to? I just did the creative process is is what it is. But is there a certain inspiration to "Cold to Touch"?
2: Um, yeah, my horrible dating life is my inspiration for this song. Uh, um, <laughs> I really like just, I took a nap, like a nice power nap. I woke up and I cranked out these two songs out of nowhere. So, Cold to Touch being one and another song, which is still a work in progress, but hopefully going to be getting released really soon was another one. Um, yeah, I just love the way it sounds. Uh, the concept of it is basically me feeling like, like I'm undateable. Like, I just, like, I, I don't know, like, I feel like I shouldn't be in the dating world anymore. Like I'm not someone that people can date and talk to and things like that, just because of all these past, like relationships kind of going to crap and not, not really well. So the whole concept of that was like me dating someone thinking that they were different from other people and then finding out they're exactly the same as like, like people that have like broke my heart or things in the past. Um, And then just, yeah, what I do, like, how I feel afterwards is like cold to touch. Like, I I feel like no one should be dating me or talking to me at this point. Like, I should just be solo, which is like fine. Like, don't be single. You don't need no,
1: no man, no woman.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. I hear you. We don't need anybody to satisfy us. Word. We can love ourselves right here. Because, well, if Saw kind of touch, touched me. Literally touched me. Yes, pun intended on this one. Because yeah. I've had myself quite have had quite a year dating it's been um i mean not existed for one but uh sometimes you feel like some of these stretches you have you almost feel hopeless and then when we have songs like online lover come in the clutch or or uh, sensitive drake music to help us get through those but um (laughs) (laughs) but Seriously, I mean the song really does sound great. It's an awesome production, really good lyrics, and you have an awesome yeah. voice. So um
2: happens so fast. Um Like I said, I wrote this song, and then like I think later that night, a production studio or a recording studio near where I live at in Los Angeles mm-hmm. DM because I like followed them on Instagram. All right. um, I do have some friends that do make music in LA, so I I've been reaching out to them. I'm like, hey, I want to like start recording myself. Do you know any good studios I can go to that are like not overpriced because obviously we're in a pandemic i can't spend like 300 bucks for like an hour session or something right right Um, so yeah i got recommended to like three or four studios i followed them on instagram and then out of those four like two of them messaging me and they're like hey are you looking to record a new song and i'm just like yeah actually i am like the one studio literally hit me up and then Within the night, I already paid like my deposit, and I was like, "All right, I'll see you tomorrow." Like I made a session spot and everything for the next day, and then recorded cold to touch within like a two-hour recording session. So it was really really fun. Look
0: at that! Well, again, congratulations because it's I, I'm so excited to see where it goes and definitely get some more eyeballs and licits from this from from this show and others. And may I say something though? I, it was pretty brave of you, Johnny. So it's fair to say that. You are in L.A. to pursue your career, your music career, right? That's fair to music
2: say. Music and um, acting, I, yeah. I don't know if you knew that. When I was working with you, I was pursuing acting on the East Coast. So oh, I had yeah. And stuff like that. But, I mean, with the pandemic, auditions were, like, almost non-existent the first half. Yeah. So um, that was another big goal of mine. I know a lot of, like, TV and film production mostly happens in Los Angeles. Right, right. So it's- maybe I'll end up on, like – the newest like Netflix series in like a year or something like Hell that. Hell yeah! Wow. You please, That's like another
1: goal.
0: Please, please tell me the day when you booked that. I want to promote that. And yeah, I do remember you mentioning that when we worked at the casting depot. So yeah. yeah, it seems that like Los Angeles, when it comes to filming, I mean. You know, obviously there's other places popular like Atlanta and New Orleans yeah, yeah, yeah. and Austin, but but mostly like the majority is in Los Angeles. And yeah. I feel like more of the feature, nonfiction, scripted yeah, stuff the is in theory, L.A. Like
2: Hollywood and, films and stuff are definitely like, you can like, there's so many studios in L.A. Like driving past them, I get so excited because I'm like, yeah, oh, go this is day where I have to like, pull up to a studio and film like hell
0: yeah or something i can't yeah. wait to uh see you pull that off too and then yeah like new york's a great place if you're more into like theater and stage yeah. and unscripted stuff so yeah
2: which i was into like an in undergrad and stuff but um i think career-wise i definitely see myself doing more tv film and um i've always been a person who like i just have like multiple interests like, as a of creative, you know, those people who, like, focus on, like, just music or just acting, just artwork. Maybe I'm like, yeah, I couldn't pick one thing. I'm doing a thousand and one different things. And, yeah, it's because I love all of it. Like, I, I love just being a creative in general. I don't have to, like, just do one single thing, one project, you know.
0: Of course. And and that's why I say that you're pretty brave admirable, 'cause admirable because so many people talk to talk to say, i got to do that. You actually did it. And you did it in quite a... Uh, I, I, I might go as far as to some of the like dangerous times to really travel, but that's how yeah. much of a it's still it's your dream to do it, and I'm really happy you're pursuing it. And would you say, and like, if people are able to come up with the opportunity, if they're able to have, to afford it, would you suggest to people? I mean, no matter if they're the East Coast, if they're in middle America, if they're in yeah. the Great plain states, would you suggest like go for it, go try it, and with LA, and in, you might even love the grind I, while you're I doing it. Like,
2: this whole move like it found me more than i found like la kind of thing um mm-hmm. that sounds so cheesy but i came here in january for six days right it's my birthday came with some friends like just enjoyed la got to like really vibe it out for the first time and this was also uh pre-covid so i got to experience like the nightlife scene and like the restaurants oh, and all yeah. tours stuff before like everyone had to wear masks everywhere um, so that was like my first eye opener of LA. And then I moved back to, well, I went back to New Jersey and I just kept thinking about it the whole time. Um, so yeah, I was working till March and then they closed my store. I was working retail in Manhattan. Um, so they closed that store. And then, you know, we got furloughed and we're just like, I'm just home all the time. So I was working on more music, um, right. like looking at auditions. I was sending in a lot of self-tape auditions. There was no more like in-person auditions. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, just sort of utilizing my room at that time and like recording stuff. Um, I was doing YouTube videos. I have like a YouTube channel too, which you guys will get a link to. Um, so you're doing all that little, like all those projects and then, my job like eventually called me. They're like, hey, so we can't keep you like in our staff anymore, basically. So they let me go. And um at this point I was I was receiving unemployment and things like that. So I really didn't like touch that money. Like there was nothing to do with that money anyway. Like I was just like, Is this in my bank account? And like Uh, like I need to do something different in my life like my job just fired me Um, I was dating someone and that kind of like went to shit as well so it was like Mm -hmm. two negatives and like one week and I'm like wow I need to like do something different like I I just wasn't happy like you could just feel it I'm like ugh, I need like something to change like sooner than later Mm -hmm. and then um, I was watching a movie on Netflix called Work It which is like no relation to Los Angeles whatsoever
0: yeah I know that movie
2: yeah, but the concept was, like, this girl started a dance team because she just wanted to, like, um, get into, like, college and all this stuff. So just seeing the effort she put into, like, getting into, like, doing her dream, chasing her dream kind of thing um, really spoke to me. So that same night, I started looking at jobs in Los Angeles um, and as applying for, like, the craziest stuff. Like, the job I ended up getting was a resident assistant for a co-living house called Podshare, which really? is, um like, a... They ran out like bunks for people for like $50 a night. And um you just live in this big house of like 30, 40 people, basically. No um, So they so had a program. An yeah, I was an RA. And I was an RA mm-hmm. in college. So that really like helped me stand out, I guess. Oh great. Um when I applied. So they basically like you just clean the, the house, you do like reservations, check-ins, checkouts, things like that. Um so yeah, I applied for it and the next day I get a phone call from a Los Angeles number and I freak out. Cause I'm like, Oh my God. Like, I think it's like this, like co-living house. So I didn't pick up. I <laughs> the um, and I'm like, what if they want to offer me a job? And I, re- I hear the voicemail and they're basically like, Hey, we saw your um, application and your email and um, we'd love to offer you a position, but you need to be here by Wednesday. And it was a Sunday what? that they called me. So I had three days to like, <laughs> To decide like okay am i going to la or i'm staying like in new jersey what am i doing so i called um my mom and i'm like listen this job just called me and they want to give me a position but it's in los angeles and i have to leave wednesday and i was already living like two hours away from home because like mm-hmm. after college i moved to jersey city and then um yeah my family's back in camden so i was like we're kind of far um So, yeah, my mom's like, I mean, you don't have any kids. You don't have, like, anything holding you back. Like, I'm done school. I didn't have a job anymore. I don't have kids. So, I'm just like, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, I called the lady back, and I'm on the phone, and I'm looking at flights at the same time. (laughs) So, how does, like, 1 p.m. sound if I land there? And she's like, no, this sounds good. This sounds good. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, that was a Sunday. So, Monday, I drove back to my hometown, said bye to, like, my mom and stuff like that. Tuesday, I drove back to my apartment in Jersey City and packed all my things and, like, sold everything. Like, my room was, like, a full, like, room and I had to sell my bed, sell, like, my TV, my Xbox, my my piano, my recording equipment. Like, I had, I couldn't bring all this stuff with me to where I was Mm. moving since I was going to be living in, like, a bunk bed, basically um in exchange to be living in los angeles um so yeah sold all that stuff and then wednesday morning i was on a flight to la before i knew it and i'm like holy shit like this happened like so fast it was very emotional like i remember like literally crying when i found out i like was moving to la it was just so weird
0: um yeah no, that's a beautiful that's a beautiful story johnny like wow uh i i could i can imagine just you making a life change like a big yeah, life change like that person. yeah for sure and um going to the other side of the country literally see for see the shining sea and yeah. like i'm sure the culture shock too i mean we could go more to that right after this but like you know, it's it's not the East Coast. It's a, I'm Uh-oh, sure it's, it's a completely fine. different animal. I've been in Los Angeles once. I went to there the first time last year and I loved it too. And um yeah, like I said, I commend you. Not a lot of people could do that and you're just going for your dreams and you're not having that what if factor and and especially after your mom supported you, I'm sure that was the uh, yeah, one of the big like, steps. Nice,
2: like, all right, just do it. Um, for, honestly, if she would have said no, I was still going to go like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I was just like, I feel like I should still ask her, you know, like just like right. what, she, what she would say. Um, but she's always been like, just do whatever. Like I'm the only one in my family that has a college degree mm-hmm. and uh, kind of like started chasing my dreams. So they, they support me whenever it comes to things like this. They're like, you know what? Why not? Like, exactly. Like you said, I don't want to have that what if factor. That was my big thing. I'm like, if I don't go, I'm just going to keep questioning, like, what if, what if I did? What if this happened? What if that happened? So I was just like, fuck it. That was my like mentality. I'm just like, just do it and whatever happens, happens, you know?
0: For sure, especially you don't want to be thinking that walkers through the slush, cold, yeah, and oh my God. dampy snow it. that's about to be coming, and, oh, the pandemic, in the pandemic tri-state area. Boy, I, I uh, again, I think I think you did the right thing. But could we talk about some things? LA versus New York?
1: Yeah, for sure, I let's wanna, do
0: it. So what was your first day like when you arrived? You get on your big flight forever? This is the beginning of your biopic. There's some there's some crazy song in the background. You yeah. land with the palm trees and everything. Tell me what it was like when you landed in LA, LAX, so, I assume.
2: Course, um, my theme song, moving, like, landing into LA was Party in the USA by
0: Miley <laughs> so, uh, Good choice, good I, choice. I literally had,
2: like, an LA playlist on my Spotify. Um, it was just a bunch of songs about LA, and I was like, yeah on this flight where like no one's socially distanced i'm like i could get covid on this plane right now boy one lady was like like about to pass out because she Uh. had diabetes and like low ship low blood sugar and i'm just like this is no (laughs) i hate flying um so yeah that was like my theme song but yeah the first day i got to la i honestly worked like my job had to train me right away because i was like (laughs) starting the next day like it was so like so i didn't get to do too much my first day um, just kind of soak in the fact that I was in LA. Like, there's a three-hour difference um, right. from the East Coast and, and Los Angeles. So when I got here, it was like 1 p.m., 2 p.m. Um, I got like In-N-Out Burger, which was like the first stop because everyone was like, "You need to have this. You need to try this." And, Is In-N-Out Burger worth the hype? Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty good. I would say it's pretty good. Okay. I did find another place that's, like, right around the corner from where I live, and it's called Monty's, and it's, like, a vegan burger place. I'm not vegan or anything like that, but, like, when I say it's probably the best burger I think I've ever had in my life, like, (laughs) I, I mean it. Like, I recommend everyone, vegan or not, try the burger. It's so freaking good. Um, well, that's so interesting. Yeah, that's,
0: like, my go-to. <laughs> okay, shouts to Monty's in L.A. What are some of the differences between like the people of L.A. and like compared to the people of like New York, New Jersey? Uh, are they um, more friendly? Are they more open? Or are are they the, are they rude? Are they what? What are like the people like on the um, West Coast?
2: I feel like it's very similar to New York in the sense that like no one will bother you as long as you kind of like just do your own thing, mind your own business, right. kind of thing. Um, I've met a lot of really really dope people like I said I lived in a house with like at least 30 people in it so Mm -hmm. one thing I noticed is that there are a lot more hippie like people in Los Angeles than there Mm -hmm. are in New York Um, I mean people like skateboarding everyone smokes weed I'm just like holy crap (laughs) this is an an adjustment Um, but everyone was was really really chill really nice to me when I first moved there Um, I would say that like personality wise i don't know says this but like east coast people are in fact more blunt um they really like people kind of like beat around the bush for like a lot of things like if there's an issue that you have with them they're like i don't know they won't be direct about it basically yeah. in new york City, i feel like people are very much like true like this is who i am and that's that kind of thing and la um yeah it's always that and i do get a sense that like it is pretty much about who you know like once people find out oh I'm just somebody from New Jersey like I become slightly less interesting rather than like oh <laughs> my, my dad's like a king or something like that and they're like oh my god king like, of Los Angeles best friends like
1: said, <laughs> they're
2: interested in you right. um, but I feel like yeah in a sense of like urbanness I don't know New York just has that feeling a lot more than Los Angeles um, and another thing the way people walk People in LA walk really, really slow, and I had to like adjust like my pace. I'm so used to like just speeding through New York City,
0: and like, right. Los Angeles is not the same when it comes to that. Um, I'm so about to say that that's aggravating, guys. <laughs> from the East yeah, Coast, I can't oh, stand. Why are you walking so slow? <laughs> I cannot stand slow walkers. Jeez, <laughs> boy. How about the food? Is the food much different between New York and LA? Is it better? Um, is it a uh, different varieties?
2: it's definitely a lot of varieties um like i said i live in korea town so i'm surrounded by a lot of like asian food a lot of like mm-hmm. ramen faux shops um a lot of like boba and like different things like that it's really like based off of where you live at i feel like new york is um slightly more diverse in like locations um mm-hmm. i'm in k-town so i'm mostly surrounded by korean people but like if i was in like little bangladesh i'm surrounded by like indian people things like that yeah so it's, you can see the segregation between like different cities and like different parts of the city um so i would say like there's definitely a lot of food options but they're never like within like a part of the town that that isn't like you won't find like korean food options and like little italy or something like that you know like mm-hmm. um it's not like as mixed up i would say but um there's definitely a lot of food. I also realize that LA is a healthier like place to eat. Um, they people say that all the time. There's a lot of like vegan restaurants, like a lot of vegan restaurants in Los yeah. Angeles. Um, just like plant-based stuff, people are very much about their health. Um, and i i live near venice so i i live pretty close to muscle beach it's like this big like hot spot in venice mm-hmm. where people just work out on the beach it's like a really famous like gym um yeah with, with that you could just tell like people here are definitely healthier than like new york city people
1: mm-hmm.
2: um and i don't know what the reason of that maybe it's because it's like sunny all the time people are just like ready to kickstart their day right but, I definitely felt like that energy changed too. Um, it was really sunny. Like for the first, it has not rained. I've been here since August
0: and it has not rained yet. How's about that? Do you miss the rain? Low key? Uh,
2: sometimes I do. It rained once and I was sleeping. I like missed it. <laughs> I got so prepared. I bought an umbrella like the day before. I'm like, yeah, it's going to get some rain. And then it, I woke up and it was sunny. I'm like, wait, what the hell's happening? Yeah. Um, One-
0: you know one thing I noticed when I went to LA that I went last uh all October it was crazy how the weather changes like sometimes you feel like the four seasons in one day like yeah. the like yeah. like the the born like the morning feels like a spring like little dampy not too freezing but whatever um type of feel then by the time you hit through the like hard like the Mid-afternoon, it feels like a hot summer day anywhere. Then the early afternoon gets a little cool, like the fall, and then it could get, like, freezing cold in the winter. That was yep. the vibe I got.
2: <laughs> I had to, like, adjust my wardrobe so much since I moved here. Um, yeah it's really hot in the summer but then once it it's like late night it's like you need like a hoodie and like a jacket because it's like 50 degrees 60 degrees i'm like wait what it wasn't this cold or
0: like, <laughs> it's so weird it's also funny that 50 and 60 degrees is kind of cold that to you. i would take yeah. a 60 and 50 degree now
2: to me i'm like it's whatever but people in la like they pull out like the fur coats and like the north face jackets and like it's only 60 degrees. I'm just wearing a sweater or, or a hoodie and I'm fine. But these people are like, like shivering. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it's snowing. I saw snowing in like Jersey right now. Yep. I'm just like, yeah, that's cold. This is like nothing.
0: Oh, yeah. there, there. It's, uh, we were really feeling it these last few days up here. And, uh, well, I'm, it's just gonna get colder. Hopefully, white Christmas though. I'll take that since yeah, none of I mean, us can go out. I
2: feel like last year it didn't snow in December, so I'm like yeah, barely. I'm like, okay, maybe this winter is gonna be a little colder than like
0: the past. They're going to give us a great surprise, man. And I'm sure, like, when we worked at Cassie Depot, we would have to go to, like, LaGuardia High to give out flyers for Bestie Pigs Bay in the freezing cold. I'm sure you don't. I mean, maybe – looking back, those were kind of fun. But, like, you don't miss the freezingness
2: For the fact that, like, it wasn't, like – well, for me, I wasn't paid. You were, like, a paid intern. I wasn't a paid intern, so – any little project we could do like i was very much for. i was like yeah this sounds fun and we we're like passing out flyers to teenagers that don't want to be bothered after school yeah kind of um but i was I really that
1: was a
0: culture it. shock too
2: yeah i enjoyed the rush of it um running from my like, train to train and like our bosses were like badass i told them this, hell
0: like, yeah
2: they oh were like some badass chicks like they they know they were though they got things done <laughs> um, i still in touch with um with Jenna and Lacey. Um yeah. recently, it was like I went to LA and they have connections here. So I'm like, hey, if you know anyone looking for an intern, like let me know, I'm definitely of like course. looking to get back into that, like casting T V development stuff. Um so it's really cool like staying in touch with them and seeing like how they've been and stuff like that.
0: Oh yeah, big fan of Lacey and Jenna. They were great. Uh they're both my references still and someone called on their behalf and they did so you know what's crazy the week of the pandemic i was interviewing for a full time job the yeah. very week two full time jobs uh, and they were both my references and they talked to the people so i really appreciate that but as i said week of the pandemic it, then it all hit and I, I i'll never know i'll never know if i if i was going to get it or that that was pro- that will be one of the craziest what ifs of my life but uh-huh. but i'm not really it is what it is, and I wanted to have made this podcast out of it that's been getting me back in the groove of things at work and showing off awesome people like you, Johnny, and um, just an, another way to keep me active and not have a gap in my resume anymore. So, uh, sure. absolutely. So uh, everything happens for a reason that I know we keep grinding out and moving forward with it. So um, some more things just with LA that I'm just really interested with. Have you seen any famous people, Johnny?
1: Have I? I'm trying to think.
2: Um, I've seen, who is this dude? He's in like American Horror Story. And he's, like, a meme. He's, like, this old gay man. He's really short. Um, (laughs) He has, like, this meme where he's, like, I'm a princess. I'm a princess. I forgot who he is.
0: Um, Oh, I have to. I don't watch American Horror Story, but that sounds hilarious. But you saw him?
2: (laughs) Yeah, he was, like, walking in a mall. That I work in, like, this really, like, bougie mall. (laughs) So he's, like, hanging around there. Um, But that's probably, like, the only person I've seen. Like, people are really low-key in L.A., like, you don't yeah. run into them. I came here in January, though. I went to um, what was Hollywood? to so, like the, the club scene over there. Ooh. And Sam Smith was like in the same club as me. That was like what? Just like, clubbing, clubbing regularly. Yeah, he was like with his like crew, just dancing, having to get time. And I'm like, holy shit, that's that's Sam Smith. Like,
0: did you say what's I'm, up? Like,
2: no, I was just <laughs> wrong. I'm like, I can't like approach this man. I'm gonna make myself look <laughs> crazy. Um, <laughs>
0: Man, wouldn't that be funny meeting one of your celebs, one of your favorite celebs, drunk?
1: Oh <laughs> like
2: flip
0: yeah.
2: And I've- otherwise, I've had like, um, just people assistants of like celebrities like shop at my store for example oh, i just cool. helped um, matthew mcconaughey's assistant was like shopping at my store and she was really really chill um and i'm just like talking to her about me moving to la you know trying to get like the connect boss so right like, of course hey, my name is johnny i just moved here what's up um So, yeah, she's really, really chill, really sweet lady. Um, And we just talked about Matthew and, like, the work that he's doing right now. That little Matthews are great. I've I've met some assistants, but I haven't met, like, anyone, like, famous, famous yet.
0: Hey, we all start somewhere, and you just got there, so I'm sure you're going to add to that list. For sure. Uh, You know, um, I've had some funny – with, you know – one of the things was talking with people who've met with celebrities and it's just all the, the various things, both in New York and LA, whether one of my friend Jody who met Lindsay Lohan wanted to ask for her lighter, to smoke a cigarette. And she said, I don't want anything to do with you. (laughs) There's that. I saw someone yesterday I was talking to him at Jason Momoa. And, um, he said you look familiar. And he said, cool story, bro. (laughs) But then I've heard some really sweet stories like, um, so tell me about me and Jimmy found an airport and he was very homely and talked to him for a couple minutes. And uh, so it, it's, it varies, you know, with celebrity yeah, that's encounters.
2: So scary. I feel like for me, if like, I if I get to the point where like I have fans or anything like that, um like these are people that admire your work and like honestly admire you as an artist as a creative like you must have inspired them some like way shape or form so to just like kind of like shoo them off or like disregard them like being excited to see you like that sucks like i can't imagine these things someone i'm like obsessed with like creatively and then them just like oh like, like don't come near me kind of thing like wait what like no if i see someone especially when i'm like starting out like oh, yeah, I'll take a picture with you. Like, I'll sign whatever you want me to sign. I don't care.
0: Absolutely, You know, it. It. I understand where people high profile come from. They do probably get it on the reg. And, yeah. you know, it is part of life. But, it, you know, nothing hurts with you say hello or hi. Like, yeah, smile really, goes a long way for a regular yeah, yeah. person, you yeah. know? Yeah, I think
2: it's, like, time and place, too. Like, obviously, if I'm like sure. out eating, like like, people, I don't really want to be bothered. But I'll still say hi. I'm not going to be, like, completely say something rude and, like, kind of turn them off from like liking who i am as a person i'm not going to switch that up you know
0: definitely definitely i hear you is there a dream celebrity would you that you would love to meet or a couple celebrities assuming they so would be up. assuming have, they're a nice
2: full list, a full list um, who's, who's part of the list uh emma watson's a part of that list oh Brian yeah Reynolds, um definitely want to meet uh troy Savon. all right all right all right uh conan i want to meet sam smith again like i feel like that was like a misconnection like
0: oh uh, you have so, a reason to talk to him now yeah i'm like yeah i ran into you but like not really ran into you at some point i love Coder too <laughs> i've conan as you see my wall in the studio as a bunch of people who inspire me yeah, in yeah, yeah on the side so uh
2: yeah that's my boy i saw him um he did like a live show on mtv and i was like I'm in the video, like, the top of my head is in the video on YouTube. So is
1: it really? That's exciting.
2: No <laughs> I've seen him in concert. concert. Um, so, yeah, just, like, I really want to meet, like, those people. They're big influences on, like, who I am sure. like, creatively. And um, a lot of my music tastes and stuff like that come from them. Um, yeah, there's, like, a
1: few people to name.
0: Can I ask you, now being in L.A., and this is definitely for the post COVID world. Yeah. LA has just so much stuff to do, man. Just so many landmarks. Is there, do you have a little bucket list of places you want to go? Maybe some clubs you want to see too? Like, that's one thing that sucks about New York. All the famous clubs are all either closed or about to be closed. But like, LA, you know, it sees all these clubs. I assume they're still out there. Like, I don't know if you ever heard of the Viper Room. Um, I haven't heard of that yeah. one. Though. There was this—it's this awesome like club. It's this awesome club that Johnny Depp once owned, and uh, I actually went by it, and just the line was a little too long. I was down to stay in the line, but my friends were impatient. Yeah. <laughs> but it just looked like you know this legendary club or something like that that I wanted to check out. Um, but hopefully the next time I go. But do you have any? Whether it's a famous place to have fun or uh, another landmark. Are there places you're trying to hit up on your bucket list while you're now in Uh, LA?
2: There's definitely a lot of stuff right now. I think my biggest thing is just reminding myself to just be patient. Um, yeah, it's kind of boring right now. There's not too much to do. And the fact that I moved here and I know like (laughs) when I moved here, I knew like three people probably like Mm -hmm. max. Um, so that was like scary. I don't have family here. I barely have like I don't have close friends here. I have people I, like, know really well. Now I have, like, a few close friends after, like, hanging out with them a few times. Good, good. Um, I really moved here just, like, on my own kind of thing. Um, so I use a lot of, like, dating apps and stuff to network. But yeah, when it comes to, like, clubs and stuff, I did a lot of the tourist stuff when I came here in January. Like, I was yeah. So I hit up like Santa Monica Pier, like the Hollywood Walk of Fame, um, Griffith Observatory, like all the the hiking stuff I did, um, WACMA, like there's a bunch of like tourist stuff you can can definitely check out in LA. Um, But yeah, I think now that like things are, like I'm used to being here, I definitely adjusted really fast to life in LA. Well, first I was like waking up at 7 a.m. every day because of three hour difference. So it's like 11 p.m. East Coast time, 7 a.m. I'm like, ready to start my day in Los Angeles. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> um, but yeah, I've definitely hit up a lot of places I already wanted to check out. Um, once clubs and stuff open, I'm looking forward to that. Cause I feel like that's kind of where I I thrive more as like a introvert, extrovert, I guess. Like when I'm in like a club yeah. scene, I I'm really good at socializing with people, but like at work or in a club scene, I'm kind of just like to myself. Um, so I'm hoping that once things open up, I'll be able to meet just, you know, a whole bunch of new people. There's so many creators in LA. I just need to like find access to that. Like literally find out where these people hang out and just like, just put myself out there more. Everyone's kind of like, it's really hard to meet people. Um, I've been like dating apps and stuff like that. And a lot of people don't, there's nothing to do like date wise. Like all the restaurants just closed in LA um, last Wednesday. I saw so, that. There's this. It's just like COVID is kind of like on a rise here. It's kind of hard to to put yourself out there unless you just like do it through text. But I feel like I'm definitely more of like a person to person when it comes to like getting to know someone. I can't really know someone over like a text message. So right.
0: Well, at least you did the hard part and all the moving and stuff. And yeah, oh my god. <laughs> and, and like you said, we just have to be patient and do this out. Uh, this vaccine I mean, they're starting to distribute it yeah. and hopefully this can at least get us to if we could just have a a, a more regular summer than last summer oh man
1: that's like uh, the goal
2: I told right? myself I'm giving myself at least a year um and yeah just constantly reminding myself not to be hard on myself because I've been here since August it hasn't been that long but I'm also just like oh like I feel like if COVID wasn't around I would probably have like an agent by now and would right. be doing more auditions and things like that. Um I know January is like pilot season in Los yep. Angeles so I'm like hoping that covid turns around before pilot season where like they start filming like first episodes for shows that they pitch. Um I definitely want to try to get auditions for that stuff. And yeah, well we'll just see um yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's not the same, like, compared to, like, earlier this year when I came to LA for the first time.
0: Well, we believe in you. We all believe in you. I know <laughs> your patience is going to be rewarding you for that. And yeah. um, why don't we go into a little more of the acting, the bug. We've touched your music. We've touched your new home. Now with yeah. acting itself, as you said, you've um you've had some experience. This is a project already. Now you're checking it out the west side. The, yeah. side, the west coast you're in hollywood so as you said covid obviously is making the process a little more you have to be transitioned about it um yeah. but as soon as this this is done and we can find first do you have um stuff online little sketches or videos and stuff um, that we can see
2: nothing online at this moment i've done like a lot of stage acting um okay like a few short films, I've done some music videos. I could probably link you guys to like a music video on man for um, sure. For sure, that's was like a leading like role right now online. A lot of my stuff, yeah, like I said, it was like theater basically in like the east coast and then yeah. some like background work. Um, but I did like audition for like a bunch of like big films. Um, I don't know if anyone knows, like in the heights, I auditioned for that movie. That was did my you first really. And person audition, and I went to, like, Broadway to do it, and it was, like, the most nerve-wracking thing I think I've ever done in my life.
0: What was Um, that uh, process like? uh, This is your your audition for the actual movie that's coming out next Yeah, the movie that came out. um,
2: I auditioned for the role of Sonny, who's, like, the the younger brother, younger cousin of... Oh, yeah.
0: um, I I actually... I'm a... in the Heights is my favorite show. The original uh Sonny Robert De Jesus is yeah. from my hometown, actually. My oh dope. That's so cool. Yeah. So you yeah. auditioned for that role, huh? It's super uh, funny.
2: Um it just like literally like I was talking with my friend. I worked in a rec center in college for a little bit and she came to visit and we were talking about stuff and I'm like, Oh yeah, and the Heights is doing casting for like this new movie, like, Ugh, I wanna get an audition so badly. And this was before they kind of made the audition um like a national audition, so yeah. uh, the next day I get a text from my agent. He's like, "Hey, so I got you an audition. It's like a really really big role." And I'm like, "Oh my god! Like, what could it be?" And lo and behold, it was like for Sunny for in the Heights, and I like freaked out, like literally like, no got way, so excited because I was like, I was just talking about this yesterday, and I'm like a firm believer that you know like I believe in fate and like everything kind of yeah. happens for a reason kind of thing. So the fact that I was just talking about this yesterday and now my agent. It's like, hey, I got you an audition for this right. movie. I'm, like, it's meant to be. This is my role. It wasn't my big break. I didn't get the role, but uh, <laughs> just the fact that I got to audition was like super, super exciting. Of
0: course, and exposing yourself to those casting agents Absolutely. and producers, it's yeah. all—it's it's all a start. It's all a, a working experience, and I'm proud of you for yeah. that. Congratulations. So, with that, so obviously you're you're. You have some credibility to audition for these big projects. Um are there any other cool auditions that um that you uh, audition for?
2: Um so yeah, I, I did that audition. Um I've done uh, there's a movie called Monster Hunter that's coming out um based off the video game. So I auditioned mm-hmm. for that movie. All um, right. I auditioned for some like TV shows, um, a show called Happy. Um I auditioned for another project by Manuel Miranda called tick tick boom
0: oh yeah um, based stuff. on the uh, the writer of rent did that yeah
2: so i auditioned for that um movie as well that was another like a broadway audition mm-hmm. um so yeah just a whole bunch of small like stuff small projects i did get my first like tv gig in la um it wasn't like a speaking role but i got to play a soccer player which is like really really fun um, all right for uh, this competition where they'd did uh, six feet apart. It's like a a short film competition. So these directors submitted scripts to be selected, and each winner got like I think fifty k to like produce their own short film. Um, so I found an uh, a role for it online, and I applied for it. They emailed me like, hey, come in and and be like background or support us on this on this project. So that was the first like gig I did in L. A. Um, so, yeah, I played a soccer player and the lead actress and actor. They're both in um, like projects that are like pretty known right now. So, the lead actress, um, I think her name is Rain Edwards. She's in um, Snowfall on FX and I think on Hulu. Look and at then that. the other guy, he was in um, this new uh, show, new movie on Netflix. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of it, but it's like about a band he's like a ghost kind of thing. Okay. Um, yeah so oh, cool. it, I, I can't think of the name of it but yeah he's like the lead actor now so like they were both on the set that day and like i got to interact with both of them so um yeah when that movie comes out i'm sure to get it got like a article on like the hollywood reporter already okay
0: so it's pretty
2: uh, so, so it's um, got like, some okay, ground yeah so um who knows maybe someone's gonna see that and be like you know what i really like that soccer player like We need him in our next project.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's hundreds of thousands of examples like that. And what's great, but the gist I'm getting, and what's great to hear is you are starting, even in this pandemic, you're figuring out how to get eyes, eyeballs on you. And and you're really, um, you're not tying yourself down. You're going to all these little things and Absolutely. every little thing you never know you're building your resume. This is, this is so cool. I'm so excited for you, Johnny. I really am. This is, this is cool. Cause you know, I know it's harder for people to find work like that and you're finding work, especially I'm I've known people who've moved to LA and New York who haven't booked a thing and they're there for years for whatever reason. And in, right. in le- what uh, August in less than four months, you're, Already in short films yeah, and, and not, getting I out that that like
2: that. I'm like, listen, I just moved here in August and I'm like it's not a big role, but it is in the movie. It is like pretty big actors. It's getting like this buzz and Hollywood yeah. reporters so that those are all really good things. Um so I'm just giving myself credit wherever like I can because you like deserve said, it. it's too hard to get anything right now. Um when I moved here I did have like a whole game plan for like Mongo acting, like like transition from east coast to west coast um so back in new jersey i had an agent and things like that mm-hmm. but because i moved to la they could no longer represent me because most right. of the, the the sides and stuff that they got were always for like new york city like castings and things like that yeah. um so when i moved to la i i didn't have an agent anymore um so the first thing i did was like take new headshots um right. which is really really cool i met a photographer in los angeles and worked with him um, super super talented dude, um, and then yeah, revamped my entire resume, and now I'm just waiting. Once January hits, I'm gonna start submitting to like agents and things like that. Right now, I'm just giving myself some more like chill time and just looking for stuff on my own. So I use backstage and actors' yep. access to like find gigs. Um, funny enough, you know how we used to cast for on um, Bestie Picks Bay.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> very much
2: they so. messaged me on like a backstage like hey if you want to like um, be on this show like respond to this message and I'm just like I literally used to cast for this <laughs> show I, I, I want to be on the show
0: that's hilarious that
1: <laughs>
2: Um, I didn't apply for. it, I should've, but I was just like,
0: "eh, I'm good." <laughs> for sure, I'm. I know the next time you'll you'll grab those up to make up for it. But that's just. <laughs> it's just. I really appreciate you being honest and expressing this because I feel a lot of people think it's as easy as going to LA and like applying oh, to a okay. job and.
2: No, because no, I've actually. Uh, I've actually like personally. I've gotten so many no's. Not even no's. People just don't tell you. You you going to an audition. Mm -hmm. and we like the my best like advice for people when they leave an audition is don't think about the audition like do whatever you can stay busy um honestly like just try to like pretend it didn't happen kind of thing um you'd be surprised like what you can get on like even your worst day like i got a, a really nice uh commercial gig for like a pharmaceutical ad one time um and it was like freshman move in for like my college so I was like working that whole day um mm-hmm. I was running tight on schedule I didn't get to shower before my audition so I felt disgusting and I had to like commute to New York um after working basically since like 6 a.m it's like 2 p.m at this wow. point I'm like oh uh, I don't want to do this I go in they take photos of me they make me do like some line really fast and then I leave and I left and I literally like so like spoke out loud I talk to myself all the time but I'm like that mm-hmm. was fucked Terrible. Like, I'm literally telling myself, as a walk that was the worst audition I've ever done. Um, and as soon as I get home, they, they're like, hey, we have you on our um, callback list. Just keep an eye on your email. We might, like, select you to be a part of this project. So I'm like, You're awesome. Like, like, I'm on a callback list. This is great. Um, and then a couple of days later, I get another email. Like, hey, we got, um, you got the gig. Like, we're excited to have you on board. We're filming on this date. And the day they were filming was my birthday. <laughs> um so i was just like what well, such a small world um then the story gets really dark because yes i got this gig but then like shit kind of happened with my family mm-hmm. um so i had to decline the gig which is like heartbreaking um i don't know, i can be transparent about this but like just just to show you guys that shit does happen in people's lives um the same week i got this gig and was really excited my younger brother passed away so i had to well, like sorry to hear that Drop everything. Um, I was in my last semester of college and yeah, I just dropped school for like two, three weeks. So I was back home um, trying to figure out like funeral stuff and all. Like it was just so much happening. Like I went from like so excited, like up here for getting this gig, and then life happened. And I'm like, well, shit, now I have to like kind of pick up the pieces and decide. Like a lot of people were messaging me, like, are you gonna drop out of school? Are you gonna like just stay home, move back home? And I literally went so far already to get to where I was. Like I was in my last semester. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. commencement is so close. Like you you just have to take like these five classes to survive this semester. Um but yeah, getting news like that for any like type of death and like a family is yeah. like like shocking. Like I didn't know how to process it. Um. So, yeah, I went from telling these people, like, I'm excited, I'll be a part of this role, to switching it up to, hey, unfortunately, I can't take this role because X, Y, and Z. Um, yeah. So, yeah, always, I think the biggest thing is, like, putting yourself first. A lot of people were like, well, why would you drop the role? You should have still did it. And I'm like... Mentally, like, I haven't had, like, a death like that in my family before. So, like, it hit me pretty hard, especially when it's, like, your younger sibling. You're, like, wait, what? Like, it it didn't make sense to me. Um, So, yeah, I did at that time what was right for me mentally. And um, my agent and stuff, they were very supportive about that. They they understood where I was coming from. Um, My professors and all my friends were very supportive as well. So, super grateful about that. And, like, um, I was able to pass, you know, get through it. Um, It was also, like, weird because it was, like, around my birthday. So, like, I'm turning 23. No, 22. I was turning 22, and there's just so much happening at the time. So, I'm like, I didn't really celebrate that year. Um, And, yeah, I'm turning 24 next month. So, we're getting to, like, two years of, like, him passing and things like that. So, just, like, that was, like, a big reminder for me, too, to just kind of keep chasing my dreams and do, like, what I got to do to to get where I want to go. Like, I feel like no one's going to open a door for me. Like maybe someone like will finally open the door for me. But at the end of the day, like my struggles are like my struggles and like my life is my life and no one can change that or like shift anything. Like what I've gone through, like people can never relate to. And if they do relate to it, I'm more than happy about that. I think my biggest thing as like a creative besides the fact that like, I honestly love music, art, acting, like all these things. I really want to make it like, my full-time job, I just want to do this for the rest of my life is that I want to kind of open a door to like possibility and just let people know like, shit, you can like chase your dreams. You can get a lot of things done no matter what, like your circumstances, because I don't know, I feel like with like, you know, politics and the way the world is right now, once you like grow up in some type of environment, you're just assumed to be like stuck in like that, that part of your life or whatever. So, um, yeah I feel like with like his death and stuff it really just motivated me to just keep going like like I I have so much stuff I want to prove and like do so that's what I'm working on right now um yeah that's a big motivator I feel like people always wonder like for a creative perspective what's like I guess my uh the steps I take or things like that and it's really just like constantly reminding myself of like where I've come from versus where I am like at this very second in my life, which is like, pfft, LA, what? <laughs> Me and my brother always talk about this. My older brother, he's like, dude, you live in LA. I'm like, I live in LA. What? How did that happen? Like, it's so
1: weird.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, first, Johnny, I didn't know that about you. I'm sorry to go through that. And again, like, my condolences for you and your family and just all the respect to you and you. I see why you you really push for it. I mean, I think this, it's, it's fair to say that going through something like that shows you that we can't take life for granted. And do you feel uh, like the death of your brother is probably your ultimate motivator before if anytime you want to give up, you think at the end, of, do you think about your brother as that ultimate th- oh, um, push? Absolutely. And I'm sure he's with you this whole way. I mean, I know he's with you this whole way, but yeah. do you feel he is your ultimate motivator?
2: Yeah, I feel like um, just everything I'm doing in my life, um i kind of do things that i know that my family probably won't ever get the chance to do like my sisters were like teen moms they had kids my brother like took the military route he's like a sergeant in the military things like that um so then like going to college none of them did that so did i like college hell no i hated school i was like uh oh, it's the worst thing ever but I still went through my four years because I wanted to be that person to, to open that door of possibility to like my cousins and my little like nieces and nephews that are like, listen, you can go to college. Don't let no one tell you otherwise. Like my hometown is still, um, there's so many people who just don't do anything. They, they graduate high school or something. And, I mean, and graduate which hometown
0: is this? Which hometown is this? Uh, Tampa, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah, so most people, um, if you haven't heard about Camden, you can Google it. It doesn't have the best reputation, but um, I think because of that, people kind of shine a bad light on it, but then there's people like me, and I know a bunch of other people from Camden to college and got shit done and, like, are out here, like, doing their thing, Um, so I love that so much because it says a lot. Um, So my biggest thing is just showing people that, listen, I went to college. You can go to college. I'm pursuing, like like music and acting you can pursue these things like don't yeah. let anyone tell you you can't um and once i make it it's going to be like all the worth like more wild. because like not only am i saying you can pursue these things but like and things can happen like your dreams will come true like don't give up kind of thing um so for me yeah him passing away uh it was just reaffirming for me that like i need to just keep going like as much as i wanted to just stop school and just like be there for my family and stuff Um, I just kept going. I was supposed to move to LA that summer that he passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I stopped, like I had an interview for JVC, which is like the Jesuit volunteer course. I was going to come to LA and volunteer like a a local, like community shelter, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, for like two years. And I was like, my game plan to move to Los Angeles was going to be doing the volunteer work. But yeah, I was like mid interview process. And then he passed away and they kept calling me for my like final interview. And I never, I just told him like, listen, this happened right now. I really don't. I didn't think it was a good time for me to leave across the country when my family was going through like right. all of this like, trauma at the time.
0: Yeah. So I th- man, this is. I didn't exp- well. I always knew you were an inspiring dude, Johnny, even when we met. But this is <laughs> really. Um, I appreciate you being so honest and I appreciate Uh you being brave enough to share that with us a lot and thank you for that. And again, I'm in your corner this whole way. I know so many people, which, you know, coming from Camden, New Jersey with any challenges that came from to now you're in Los Angeles, California. I mean, already, but even pre that doing your thing in Manhattan, it, it really shows that don't do you discourage. be your own fan and also be patient with it man I, oh boy johnny i just i want to just show fireworks the day you get your big break man and uh oh and i can't wait to show you off with this so thank <laughs> you for that and do you have any other great words of wisdom for your advice for anyone who's going through a challenge or struggle especially in 2020 where it seems to be the year of the struggle
2: yeah, oh and my so- God, dude. It's insane. Um, I, My biggest thing, like what I thrive off of is just, for one, like I said, I know my life. Other people don't know my life. Like, you know your struggles. People don't necessarily know all of your struggles. Like, yeah, my brother yeah. passed away, but that's like one like sliver of the cake. Like, there's a whole bunch of other shit that's happened that yeah. has like kind of shaped me into who I am today. Um, but my biggest thing is like, once you find those people who, like, support you, like, stick with those people, like, don't switch up on them. Um, and if you're watching this and you're wondering, well, wow, I have, like, so many friends that do all these things creatively, like, what can I possibly do to, like, support them? Literally the most minimal thing, like, I tell my friends, like, they ask me, oh, what can I do, like, to help you with, like, your new single? just share it. Like, just, just tell right. the people about it. Like <clears throat> it's the smallest thing. And like, sometimes it sucks. Cause like you do put out all this work and stuff. And like, if you look at my YouTube channel, I've been making covers for like four years. Like it's not something I just started doing. Like I've been making music and like singing and acting and stuff yeah. for a while. It's just, um, really trying to get those people to genuinely support me. Not cause like they're doing me a favor, but because like, they're actually interested in like the work that I'm doing. And um, actually believe so, yeah, in you like, too. Advice: <clears throat> yeah, when you find those people, just like stick with them. I have like friends that like hear my singles way before anyone else hears the singles. And I'm like, listen, I'm working on this song. What do you think about it? Um, and finding mentors if you need someone to motivate you literally DM me, I don't care. Like message me. I don't have to know you. And I'll still like, I'll critique your work. I'll give you an honest opinion. Um,
0: And that would be an online, an online lover, right? If we want to DM. Yeah, you
2: that. Online lover music is all my at names. Um,
0: okay. So feel
2: free to just like hit me up, DM me and I'll, I'll like critique your work. I'll support you. Cause like, I just know how hard it is. Like I've been putting <clears> stuff out. And sometimes it gets no feedback and I'm like, dang like that like kind of flopped i was hoping for more like of a reaction to it um but yeah i think like even with a reaction or without a reaction at the end of the day i'm doing stuff that i enjoy doing that i love doing so no matter what like just keep mindful of that and yeah just don't be hard on yourself like we're in a pandemic like the fact that you're even putting out projects is like is pretty good like there's people who like using this time and just watching Netflix. I was one of those people for a while. Like here. Like, like you have to like just find your like your groove, get into that and just don't fall off track. Like make notes. I have like so much like unfinished songs and things like that. Like I carry my phone everywhere. I have like a notebook. I like write lyrics like in work. I'll help guests and just start writing lyrics out. Like I just take advantage of like kind of every second of the day. Um Yeah, and just just they motivated, like don't give up. There's so many people like who have stories like this. Um, go on YouTube, watch those stories. Like, oh yeah, you will see what people are doing. I think my biggest motivator is like hearing where other people come from, and it literally like gets makes me like want to get off my ass and like yeah, just go do stuff, go knock things out. So, um, that's why I wanted to really come on here too. When you were like, oh, like I kind of want to interview you. I'm like, yeah, I'm down because I, mm-hmm. I I know my story and I know like a lot of people can relate to it because it is pretty real. Like there's so many like famous people and celebrities who right. go into like the world who honestly like didn't have to work for much. Like their mom and their dad or <laughs> X, Y, and Z. So they have this magical golden door open from them for them from the moment of like conception. Like these people are like
1: oh we are stars there. They're not even
2: born yet half the time too. So, so I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like dang no one in my family is like that. No one has this golden door. So the way I look at it is like, I need to be the one to make that golden door, which is why I went to college. So when my cousins have to apply for like FAFSA and like student loans and stuff, I can help them out with that. You know? Yeah. Um, the same thing me moving across the country. I've had so many people, which I love this that I don't even know. Like I'm super friendly. You can DM me. I don't have to know you. They have asked me like, okay, so I saw you moved all the way to Los Angeles from New Jersey What like asking me questions like similar to you like what was that like like how's it been how'd you make that happen um right. and i'm so open to just sharing like how it happened i feel like a lot of people in these like higher positions or like who are out here doing things don't share like their connections don't open doors don't don't like extend the branch and like the roots and things like that like um I feel like for me, I, I always tell my friends, like, if I make it, we're all going to make it. Like, yeah, I have like, to
0: pay it forward.
2: I do acting friends that are like artists, dancers, um, fashion, like models, things like that. And I'm just like, like, I want to open a door for you too, because why, if you have the chance to, why would you just let other people struggle? Like, I think it's so like, I don't know, like selfish. And yeah, I, I, I don't, i never like that. Like I, if I need help, I know that there are people out there that are willing to help me. So And I know, like, we know how hard it is to get anywhere in life, like, so I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I can't offer you any assistance, even if it's like the most minimal thing, like, I'll help you out. I don't care.
0: Yeah, why not? Why not you? Why not them? We need to be more encouraging instead of pushing people down, because at the end of the day, we really need somebody to vouch for us to get to opportunities. We need somebody to share music to the right person. We need somebody to share our reel to the right person. And then we have to do the exact same thing when it works out for us, because then we're just a hypocrite with that. And Uh, seriously, Johnny, we need more people like you and being so open and honest and willing to help. And like, that's what I do with this podcast too. And I mean, the point is, when I do these conversations or interviews it 's to show not only me you know it 's not sorry it's to show it 's not only for me to show how creative I can be with showing these guests it's a it 's not only about showing the listeners how cool you are it 's for yourself to show how cool you are and so interesting. I got this idea from You know, from various there's various reasons, but just talking to so many people who think they're boring. I was like, you know what? No, I want to show this because eventually I want this podcast to keep growing. We're still grinding every day. And this has been my, you know, baby with that. And. One day I would love to interview celebrities. I'm not going to lie to you. Celebrities are high-profile people. I I still need to get to a level of influence to get that. So why not just show the celebrities and regular people, honestly, and show how cool and interesting they are, you know, up-and-coming musicians to... um, people making their own contact no matter what your background is that's my purpose with this show is as i continue to create content and grow my resume so i appreciate people like you expressing that and uh believing in yourself and i really believe we could get other people to believe in themselves and then we've done our job and then we just also show you how cool you are and i hope you've been having a good time with it because i really have been
2: yeah for sure um, this has been good like chatting with you I don't really like sometimes you just kind of live life and you don't process things or think about things so even chatting with you is like reminding me of a lot of things in myself that I'm like yeah I did get through that yeah I did yeah. Do this because I'm not going to lie like there are days where like I feel really confident about myself as creative as a talent or, like things like that um, and then there are days where I'm just like what am i doing like why am i still like chasing this like dream like what the hell i'm about to be 24 like there's so many weird like things in life right now and like like i don't know what i'm doing like every day i wake up i'm like like is this the right path um but that's so like natural to just feel that way all the time um but once you do get like those milestones and getting things done like you feel amazing like me moving to LA, like I said, I literally cried because I was like, This is amazing. This is such a like a big goal of mine, like when I was yeah. still, like a little kid, always thinking of like what it would be like to live in Hollywood and blah 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 and like say it's that. so exciting. I know I'm gonna feel the same way when I get like that first like TV role or get like my first like i don't know record deal or something like that like there's so many different like milestones i still want to hit and achieve
0: um yeah we're still hungry yeah. we're this is just the beginning for us we're still Absolutely. grinding we have a lot of way to yeah. go and um we're only getting better for it but i didn't mean to cut you off with that but is there anything else you were you're about to say with that
2: um no it's pretty much it yeah just like you know everyone starts somewhere and it's just a constant reminder like like the, this life like dude everyone has something that they're going through and and, yeah, I just like to remind myself sometimes of, like, where I was versus where I am today. And, like, just keeping those goals and that vision, like, pretty clear for myself is definitely really helpful.
0: We're, we're going to win, Johnny. We are going <laughs> to win eventually one way or, or other. We just – what's going to work is we're not afraid of rejection. We are patient. And as long as we continue to be kind and work hard to grind and make ourselves better, Good things are going to happen. And Absolutely. I definitely know that, especially with you, Johnny. Seriously. So um, just Absolutely. a few more things before we uh, wrap it up. I want just, just to just make it a little – talk about some real-ass stuff for the last few minutes, but it's always yeah. great. So just from lighthearted things to, uh, to get some laughs. Johnny, tell me when was the last time you laughed really hard?
2: Last time I laughed really hard. Oof. A, I'm not that, that like sad Jesus, Um,
0: <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of like the last time I've laughed. Like, or like a, a time like, recently you laughed really hard. Um,
2: probably like at work. I kind of laugh at like stupidity. Is that like weird? Like, I am mean, not I work in, well. you can I imagine look- the amount of people I've seen like in retail <laughs> right now, especially holiday season. There's a pandemic. Um, I think it's just there's something that people do that just make me crack up don't um, there's nothing like significant like that like stood out where i'm like oh my god that's hilarious because i feel like i literally just go to work and i go home but there are things like interactions i have with guests that like i like crack up about sometimes so
0: do you whether it was in new york or jersey or here with work have you because i actually worked in retail too um yeah. and i know exactly what you mean with the uh Quite frankly, it's some dumbass customers. <laughs> so, if like, if like for instance, so I worked at Coles. I worked at Coles for seven years. Uh, if, I don't know if you're familiar with it. You ever heard of Coles? Yeah, I've heard of Coles. <laughs> so we have the damn Coles cash where people <laughs> generally believe it's actual cash, and when I say no, I'm an asshole to them. Get reports. I remember once Johnny. So. My store would have cops come to it all the time. <laughs> People would steal all the time and get caught. Yeah. And this customer was not accepting Cole's cash and he just happened to catch the cop and he asked the cop to, Hey, you need to come over here for this. I guess uh-huh. the cops doing their duty and uh, the, the cop was just laughing. Like you essentially told the cops. We're not accepting your Coles cash. That's expired. <laughs>
2: that's terrible.
0: There's that. I've mean, I remember someone gave me an old Navy card. I can't accept it because it's an old Navy yeah. card. No, you can accept this now. Yeah, I had someone come
2: in like yesterday, and she's like, "Oh, I want to see if I have a credit with your store," and I'm like, "What? Like, we don't do credits, like on our." Like, <laughs> What does that even mean? Like, I literally talked to my boss. Like, she said she had a credit. I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, <laughs> but I've worked with this company for almost two years now. So I've just seen so much stuff. But I've had a lot of, like, really cool things happen, too. Um, cool. Like what? One thing. Do you know what AOC is? She's, like, big on the East Coast. Yeah,
0: of course. Alexander Orte- Ortiz yeah. Cortez. The great AOC, yeah. the great politician Alex, from um, New York.
2: Yeah, so I was working um, in my store on Fifth Avenue, and I was like fixing a, a, a shelf for a rack, and I got like half-assed, like greet her, I'm like, oh, hey, welcome in, and then I processed who it was, and I was like, what? holy fuck, like, I turned around and like cursed at her, and I'm like, I'm sorry, she's like, hi, how are you, I'm like, good, and she's like, oh. I was like, oh my God, it's insane to meet you. Was a future president? She a handshake, and I hugged her, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know if like, that was appropriate. But um, I did ask her first. I was like, can I hug you? She wanted to reach, tried to give me a handshake. I was like, can I hug you instead? And she's like, yeah, sure. Super sweet. Like, I freaked the fuck out. I've never that. So you did done meet
0: famous people. That could yeah, be a president.
2: Uh, yeah, back in New York, though, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it was really exciting. And I just, like, I thank her for, like, all the stuff she stands up for. If you guys sure. know like, what AOC go follow her on twitter like she's so badass like that's gonna be like i see like a future president for like the country type stuff like this woman like cares so much about this country and the people and i, I love that so much yes. um, not to talk about politics too much of course but, mm-hmm. um,
0: but as an inspiring yeah, person who's overcome obstacles regardless yeah, of talking, uh, well, that's that why she's awesome
2: like, yeah i love like anyone that represents like a minority group that like especially that i'm in um but also standing up for so many other minority groups i just love it so much um and that's something i really want to do like i'm like a queer latino male living in la like and i come from like a very like poverty like stricken like city so my goal is to represent all that like these are all these things that i'm not going to switch or change or lie about i'm not going to pretend my life was like amazing or like things were handed to me, like I said, with like a, a silver spoon or a golden door open, like things like that. No, I want to be very real because I want people who come from those backgrounds to to see that shit can happen, like you can get things done. Um, Hell
0: yeah, you're earning it. You're proving yeah, that you could do that. And like, yeah, as you mentioned, there are, of course, famous people who were born into fame, aka the Jenners, aka the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, they're doing whatever, but you could at least... But if it's someone like you who've actually gone through the trenches, worked your way up, we just respect someone like you a little bit more than them, you know? That's yeah. how I always looked at it. I'm just looking and, forward to,
2: like, this, like, autobiography once I make it. I told my friends, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a really good book.
0: Please um, do. Please do. I I, I hope you uh, can promote it on the podcast in the next, whenever <laughs> that is dropping, within the next yeah. 50 years for that. For sure. But, I mean, yeah, meeting the great Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, AOC. Awesome. Yeah, but, the uh rep from New York. Boy. And, um... Man, that that actually is an awesome retail story. No one famous for my uh, from calls like that, but uh, yeah. I met people who think they're hot shit, but uh, that's why I don't <laughs> I remember <see> them. <laughs> oh man! Before we say goodbye, Johnny, we've been killing it for almost uh, an hour and a half. I've, it's been yeah, well, a fun. <laughs> so we've been uh, making some moves here. So every podcast I like to end with something called the Proust questionnaire it's pretty okay. much it's from have you actually ever heard of Inside the Actor Studio?
2: Um, yes I have heard of Inside, Inside the Actor's
0: so, Studio So awesome I'm sure you'll get a lot of inspiration because they have the great actors from it's been a show you know awesome and it's a pretty much out in a Pace University big the Actor studio prolific acting school right. and um, there's this guy James Lipton who would interview all these celebrities and all these actors I should say um, yeah. and and uh, yeah, he asked these, these questions to all of them from past to present. And uh, I'd like to ask you these same questions, too. So as an actor yourself, this is extremely fitting. All right, let's do it. <laughs> so my first question, there's going to be 10 of these, by the way. What is your favorite word?
2: Uh, favorite word? Um dang what is my favorite word it's like a time time
0: thing oh no 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 don't worry take your time trust me i pay i pay for the unlimited time we're gonna use it
2: (laughs) that's a hard one i don't know if i have like a favorite word um anomaly anomaly okay yeah i like the way that sounds for some reason
0: (laughs) that oh yes anomaly i think i'm saying it right (laughs) what is your least favorite word moist <laughs> <laughs> we have had a moist is up there so far and the few people who have said that for sure <laughs> moist so my third question is not a sexual question but some people okay. think But so it's a general question what turns you on uh,
2: communication good communication
0: that's an excellent answer. Yeah, when I asked this, someone was like, oh, I like it when girls wear glasses. It's like, nah, nah bro, don't say it like that.
1: <laughs> That's not what it meant.
0: <laughs> what turns you off? Um, cockiness. Amen to that. I'm surprised you're the first one who said that. I'm surprised no one else has said that. <laughs> so, yes, cockiness turns me off as well. What sound or noise do you love?
2: Um, I like the sound of like ice in a cup.
0: You know, yeah. I like that answer. Ice in a cup. <laughs> what sound or noise do you hate?
2: Like scratching. You ever seen like freddie Krueger where he like scratches the? Oh and,
0: like, yeah. I,
2: hate, I get like. Goosebumps sound like every that time.
0: If you see, you've seen Jaws when they had the crazy sailor do that. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. oh my I hate that like grinding metal sound.
0: Oh boy, stay away. <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? My favorite curse word, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is mine as well. What is your what? Sorry, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Um
2: other than like creatively or like what I'm doing now.
0: Yeah, uh, other than what you're doing now, what else would you like to do? Like do you wanna be a chef, an astronaut? Uh, I wanted
2: to get into production. Like I definitely want to like make my own project, like, produce my own, like, film or something
0: mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah, be a producer, do the uh, old-school acting, directing, right? Producing yeah. your Orson Welles and your Ben <laughs> Affleck's out here. I hear oh. you, bro. I hear you. Um, what profession would you not like to do? I'm interested to hear your answer to this. Um,
2: I would not want to be um, in law enforcement. I yeah. And
0: law enforcement. No, no. Yeah, to I was that.
2: Very much like not big on like the whole concept of some laws.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. Okay, so my last question for you, Johnny, before we say goodbye. All right. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates?
2: Um what would I like him to say? Uh, jeez, that's deep. <laughs> There's so right? much.
0: Like, I love for, like, the answer um, to that.
2: Um, I'd honestly just hear him say, like, good job <laughs> or something like that. Like, perfect. So good. <laughs> good job. And then, like, let's take a shot.
0: <laughs> hey, who wouldn't want to take a shot with God? Right? <laughs> what shot would you get? What would be the one shot with God if you could have? So, our bonus question. Um, Patron tequila. Patron tequila. tequila. I want to have something exotic. I want like 500-year-old scotch or something. (laughs) I want to just feel the history with that. Or whatever the most expensive drink I could think of that, like, the Vikings was able to get. The vodka or something. But (laughs) hopefully we don't have to worry about that for a very long time. But um, anyways, Johnny – You've been an absolute pleasure to talk to. This has been awesome. One more time, can you just tell us where we can find your music and content?
2: Um, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, all that fun stuff, um, at Online Lover on those like streaming services. And then for social media, Instagram and TikTok, you can find me at Online Lover Music. Um, and yeah, I have links to all my stuff. YouTube, hit me up. I have links for everything. I like my Instagram bio, so.
0: For sure. And you could go earlier in the podcast as we heard one of his tracks, Cold to Touch. Awesome, awesome binger. I hope when COVID um, is over, we could go to the clubs. When they're playing all the songs we couldn't play in the summer, when WAP can be played, or I'm a Savage. Let's add Cold to Touch to that playlist as well. But sure. Seriously, Johnny, if, is there anything else you want to say before we say goodbye?
2: Um. Chase your dreams, people chase your dreams. And um, thank you so much for having me on here. This is the first time I've done like a podcast thing. And it's super exciting. It's fun. It's different. Um, Yeah, I loved it. And I can't wait to do more things. We got to do like, like you've seen um, how Billie Eilish does like her like interview like once every year.
0: I do. I do see that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to do
2: this again, like next year, same time and see where I'm at. Like that'd be so dope. Oh,
0: (laughs) please, Johnny. I hope we could do this on the reg too. I would love to check in what you're up to. If you have anything to, anything to promote as we go, I would love to have you on the reg. Seriously. I think you're awesome and I think you're inspiring Mm -hmm. and um, I think other people feel the same way. So if you want to keep doing this again, trust me. This is awesome because I just love guests oh, like you being, <laughs> being honest and stuff. So is that a yes?
2: Yes, that's a yes for sure. Heck I'm yeah, with man.
0: <laughs> I'm with it too. But seriously though, Johnny, as I said, I've said all the compliments I can say. I can keep going on. But at the end of the day, you're someone I really admire someone I really respect. I cannot wait to see where you're going in this world, Johnny. Thank you so yeah, much right. for taking Thank the you. time and telling your story. And I can't wait to do this again. Seriously. You're an incredible person and keep on being yeah, yourself. Dude. All right, man. It's been real. <laughs> it really has been. All right. With that, that's my great friend, Johnny, AKA online lover online. Yes. Right. AKA Online Lover. just make it sure. But yes, that's my buddy, Johnny online lover check out his music on all streaming platforms spotify youtube and spotify youtube and apple music and then you can check out him follow him on all social media platforms online lover including instagram and twitter and with that johnny i can't wait to do this again stay awesome and i'll talk to you really soon buddy
2: all right man it's been real thank you
0: my pleasure so long How about that, folks? Johnny, aka Online Lover, deserves so much respect. Seriously, as I was editing the show, I was writing copy. The more and more I listened to Johnny's story, I really, really felt inspired. Felt so wholesome about the fact that he took the time to talk about very personal obstacles. And yet, despite all of this, he is still pursuing his dreams in L.A. Bravo to you, Johnny. You have my respect. If I'm ever feeling like I can't do something, I will think of you, Johnny, and what you have done to put yourself in the positions to go for your dreams. And I'm sure every single one of you who's taking the time to listen to this will do the same or hopefully get something out of this episode because I certainly did. The man is going places. You watch. And I can't wait to see what he does. Forever an inspiration. And with that, I'd like to thank each and every one of you who has taken the time to listen. You know I love every single one of you who has subscribed and listened to the Productive Conversations podcast. Check out me on the TweetCap tomorrow on the usual Friday where I talked about all the training topics with Ryan Page. And again, all podcasting platforms and YouTube for that. Hope everybody has a safe and wonderful weekend. Be safe out there. Christmas is just around the corner. For all my Jewish listeners, I hope you're having a wonderful Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to all my Jewish listeners. And anyone else celebrating the great holidays of December, happy holidays. This Monday, we have the host of the Hoop Therapy Podcast coming on to the show, The great Danny Chaps and Kayshawn will come and talk to me about the National Basketball Association. We are going to be previewing the 2020 to 2021 NBA season. We make our picks on who's going to be stars of the draft class. We talk about who's going to be on top of the East, who's going to be on top of the West, and all the crazy storylines going into the NBA season from James Harden to the Brooklyn Nets to Giannis. And all of the above after that. So check that out this Monday. Me and the Hoop Therapy Podcast previewing the 2020 to 2021 NBA season. And then we have some amazing guests to finish out the rest of the year. And then we're already starting to get ready for 2021. We have so much work to do. So much great fun in store. But at the end of the day, we are entertaining and informing the amazing audience, which is you. And I thank you so much for being an amazing audience and tuning in. And with that, my name is Matt Brown. Be safe, do the right thing, go far in this world, and I believe in you. And with all of that, I will see you all this Monday. Have a great weekend. And again, thank you for tuning into the Productive Conversations podcast. Continue to check us out on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And again, I will see you next week. I'll see you on Monday. And beyond that, thank you so much. I love you, and I will see you very, very soon. Peace.